back to the Just Start Storytelling podcast. My name is Ariel Beth Klein, and I am an actor, writer, and creative coach based in New York City. Today, I chat with Elizabeth Cote, and we chat all about her comedy web series. And she has a lot of awesome things to share about um, collaboration with people and some tips that she wished she had knew that she wished she would have known before starting out. So this is a great episode for anyone who's looking to start their own web series. Without further ado, enjoy. So can you just start by um, just, you know, telling us your name and a little bit about yourself as a human slash artist, whatever that means to you? Okay. Well, I'm Elizabeth Cote and I am 34 years old. I've grown up here in Manhattan all my life. I have kind of a non-artsy family, so I've always felt a little outcast from them. The only one who's ever gotten into any sorts of arts was my aunt. She used to be a director. And uh, as actually, I don't like to brag about this all the time, but she was actually one of the founders of Naked Angels. That's so cool. I didn't know that. Yes. She was like, I think the first creative director or something. Um, so yeah, that's something fun. Uh, me personally, I mostly do comedy and uh, sketch and improv. Um, I've also been in tons of musicals, usually as an ensemble person. And yeah, I prefer doing like theater over TV, but I will dabble in TV sometimes. I've also done like background work in films and stuff like that. So I've probably been on a lot of shows you've seen. You just haven't seen me. <laughs> hey, that, those are fun jobs though. I've done those too. Um, uh, I also currently putting together my own sketch comedy web show that has two seasons on YouTube right now. I'm trying to plan out the third season with Omicron, I might have to make it an entire Zoom season. We'll see. Um, yeah. But I do want to bring it back to in-person eventually. It was going to have four seasons, but if I do a Zoom season, I might squeeze out a fifth or sixth season too, just because I think Zoom's going to be easier to deal with. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Oh, I also part of an improv sketch comedy group called the natural review if you know the whole pandemic hadn't happened uh this would be my 10th year with them i still kind of consider it my 10th year with them since technically we didn't disband we just kind of you know the director was kind of like all right we'll just put this on hold for now so yeah the new 10 years of improv and sketch comedy fine that's awesome that's all I can really think of to talk about my career and myself right now. That's great. That's, I think that that's a perfect, uh, yeah, we totally got to know you in that. Um, so yeah, so I asked um, you to come on and talk about um, your sketch comedy show. So can you tell us like what it is? Like how did the idea start? Kind of what was your process with that? Okay, well, I really wanted to do a uh, YouTube show because what I was starting to realize was that I was auditioning for tons and tons of things, not getting a whole lot back. And I was like, okay, well, everybody seems to be doing some kind of YouTube something. That's how they're getting out there. Um, I was going to do just like a movie review show, which I also have, but 
I was like, you know, if I really want to show myself off and what I can do with like other people, I need more of like an ensemble based thing. And I had a whole bunch of ideas for like different sketches and for just, or I had just like, you know, sketches that I already had out there that weren't really doing much of anything. And sketch comedy and improv was what I was used to. So I decided to come up with a sketch comedy improv show called Comedy Lemonade. Awesome. And um, so when you first started, did you kind of have an idea for the whole season or um, did you kind of know, know the characters? Like how did that kind of work? Well, because I already had some sketches that were like already written and a couple of other sketch ideas in mind. For the first season, I looked at what I had and I was like, okay, what could I do to kind of introduce the show? And I sort of pick and chose things mostly based on who I auditioned for the show. So once I had the cast down, because I had a cast of people that I auditioned for initially, or who auditioned for me, uh, when I saw like who they were and thought about what they looked like and what they could possibly do, then I was like, all right, well, I'm going to have this sketch here and that sketch here and maybe do this sketch here for this person and kind of played it out that way. That's really how I organized like each season so far. That's so cool. And and are is each season you have the same cast um, or did you kind of recast each season? Um, I wanted to have the same cast, but what I found is that people don't stick around very long. Um, the first season, I initially had about 14 people. By the time we got to shooting, there were like six or seven of us. So I found that because people don't stick around along, season one had slightly different people than season two. And season three are probably going to have a whole new group of people. So, yeah as much as I would have liked that. Actually, I had to redo season two because I had a bit of an issue with the guy who was directing it. Mm. So annoying. He lost like pretty much all our stuff. And I had to go and come up with new things that I could do sort of on my own because the pandemic had just happened and I still wanted to keep things moving along. So season two is mostly me. Yeah. Wait, that's, um, I'm sorry that happened. That's super frustrating. Yes. And, you know, in retrospect, I should have taken this footage myself and then give it to him. But I figured like, oh, he's here. Might as well give it to him. But then I was like, hey, could you like send me a copy of the footage so that we have backup stuff? He just like, he's like, all right, fine. I'll do it. I'll do it. Just never do it. And then all of it got lost. Wow. And I was just like, are you kidding? I, I got really mad and yeah. I fired that guy and he's no longer part of the project. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry that happened. It's I'm thank you for talking about it though, because I think if, if people are listening who want to create their own web series, that's a great piece of information to know. Like always make sure that you get a copy of everything if you're the creator, you know, or just back it up somehow. That's that's so frustrating. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm like, I, I pretty much kick myself all the time. I was like, why didn't I just take the footage myself and just take it home? Um, 
yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. We only we only know what we know at the time, and it's hard to not like regret things sometimes. But yeah. yeah. So that's cool. So then you so then you filmed the series, the season two, um, on your own. So so the people that you so your role it sounds like is the writer, one of the producers, an actor, and then you bring on yes. other actors and director. Yes, that would so, be correct. Uh, and so the actually a friend of mine who helped direct another project I worked on a while back because I decided to put up my own full-length play. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yes, it was off-Broadway and it was called Misty's Plan. Congrats, that's awesome. Wait, when did that go up? Uh, Summer of 2015. That's awesome. So you were able to like reconnect with someone who you had already collaborated with in the past? Yes. I mean, I, I was already, you know, pretty friendly with her. We had met at an audition like two years before, just like randomly met and then started like talking and hanging out and stuff. She agreed to help. Yeah. And I liked her directing so much that I was like, hey, you want to help direct my web show? And she was like, yes, I would. That's so, that's great though. And also great to bring up too, because I, I always tell people that I work with too, like we, you have more resources than you think and you have more people available who want to work with you than you probably think. So like, yeah, that's awesome. What would you say was um, like the most challenging part about creating the web series? Oh, okay. This is going to sound, based on everything I said, you'll probably understand. It just may sound a little weird. It's kind of just getting everybody together to like make the final process. I found it's been very difficult to, you know, just get people to stick around. Yeah. And I used to think that, you know, I'm the type of actor who once I'm in something, I commit to it. It's, it, I'll stay the whole time. It's done. I used to think everybody was like me. And I'm starting to learn that, yes, there are actors like me. But then there are people who will come in, they'll stick around for a little while, but then if something better they think comes along, they'll be like, okay, bye. Good luck yeah. with whatever you're doing. And it seems like the more that I cast and the more that I look, the more of those people I seem to find. And it's just been very frustrating to, you know, make this work with so many people like that. And it sort of made me think, how does anybody get, like, anything done? <laughs> like, how are TV shows done? How are movies done? How are, like, stage productions done? And I'm starting to understand now why, like, when a show runs for a while, especially, like, a Broadway show, they're always replacing, like, main actors and supporting actors and understudies and, you know, swings and stuff. I'm like, it's because nobody wants to stick around. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's tough to anticipate and anticipate things like that for sure. Something that I um I'm curious to know your experience with how you handled that because I know um on a much smaller scale, not a whole web series, but I uh, created like a two minute little micro short with a friend a couple months ago, and we mm -hmm. even had like one person who was supposed to come and do like a little role, mm -hmm. and 
everyone just kept dropping out. And so you learn kind of like, okay, not to take this personally, but like you have to kind of deal with things that come up like that. How did you like, how did you kind of deal with those last minute changes? Well, once I started realizing the pattern, I just sort of accepted that I may have to change things around, may add new people at the last minute, uh, may like, okay, season three, I really wanted to have up by this point, but you know, we had a group of people ready to go, but with all the stuff with the pandemic, suddenly everybody was just like, um, no, I can't do this anymore, blah, blah, blah. So I ended up putting the show on hold. Sometimes you have to do that. Uh, what I initially did when I was casting that season, that hopefully is coming up soon, I um, actually cast more people than I needed just in case like something like that happened. It didn't really work the way I wanted it to, but I felt like that was the best thing to do so that I had like, you know, things available. <laughs> totally. That's a great, that's a great uh, piece of advice as well. If someone is, is listening and wanting to create their own thing, kind of, yeah, surround yourself with as many resources as possible. And, and it must be fun too, to have more people around. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I just felt like that was something that needed to be done. And once I start planning out the third season more, I'll probably have to do that again. Yeah. What would you say is um, one of the most rewarding parts about creating the series? That's a good question. Um, I enjoy when like it actually gets done and it's actually out there because it's like, okay, we work so hard and there've been so many struggles through it. It's finally here. We finally have something and people seem to be enjoying it. So yeah, that's really the most rewarding part for me. And is there anything that um, we touched on a little bit, I think, but is there anything that you wish you had known when you were first starting out, like before you even started season one that would have helped you? Like if someone's listening, you know? There are a lot of things I wish I would have known. Um, like, I wish I would have known that, you know, there are actors who are going to leave you very unexpectedly for no particular reason at all. Uh, also, the backing up the stuff thing. I mean, you think I would have known that going in, but I would just guess I was so sure that everything would be okay that I just didn't actually be honest. I wasn't entirely sure, but, you know, my director's amazing. She always like, you know, seems to be sure about stuff. So she seemed sure, which made me sure. And I was like, you know what? Um, one thing I learned, just because somebody else is sure about something doesn't mean you should. Um, so I wish I'd known that. Um, I also wish I knew how expensive this was gonna be. I kind of jumped in without thinking about people like financial stuff. That's always been, that's also kind of a difficulty of it that it's more expensive than I anticipated. So, yeah. You don't have to talk about this, but I'm kind of in the process of it as well. So I'm curious. And um, so did you have any um, like fundraising? Like, did you use a platform like that? Like, or anything? Um, I did try 
the problem was not a lot of people seemed interested. I'm not entirely sure if I just wasn't marketing correctly or just not interested. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, luckily, something happened that helped boost me financially to help fund the show myself. But, um, yeah, I, I tried. It just wasn't really working the way I was hoping it would. Yeah. I'm so daunted by it. That's why I'm always trying to ask people. I'm like, what are the best practices? Because it is so daunting trying to get other people excited about your passion project in the way that you are, at least from my experience. Yes. Um, and do you have any creative practices or routines that kind of help you as an artist, either daily, monthly? No is also okay. Um, not really. I just, you know, push through each day, try to, you know, audition as much as I can and, you know, work as hard as I can to get pieces right. But other than that, I... What was your experience like acting in a in a sketch or in a scene with people saying your own words like with you like how was that is, is that hard for you or, or do you find that like easier than um it was fine um sometimes people would say things in a way where I'm like well I didn't actually intend it to be said that way but that does work um I really didn't pay attention to it all that much I paid attention to it more when there were sketches because there were a couple sketches I wasn't in at all um so I paid attention to that more when there were sketches that I was not in. where I was like wait but you're saying this way it's, it's kind of a weird way to say it. why would you say it the way that like I do in my mind but then I was like okay people aren't in my mind they don't know like I intended it to be said a certain way yeah that's cool. Yeah, I haven't had any, I've only had people read my work in like a development setting. And I always find that actors just find things that I didn't even know was there, which is always fun. Yeah, I saw that a lot when I was doing my um, original full length play back in 2015, that people would just say stuff. And, I'm like, and sometimes it made me realize, okay, maybe what I intended there isn't reading because it's not like as natural as I think. So then I'd have to go back and figure out a more natural way to say what I want to say. But yeah. That's so cool. Well, is there anything else that you want to um, share about your process with this um, specific project that you think might like help people who are trying to start their own web series? I mean, I mentioned this before because the one thing that I think I've been kind of regretting is not thinking you know, financial stuff before jumping in. So uh, I think my piece of advice would be try to plan out things like all of it, even the financial stuff before you kind of go into it because you'll never know how expensive something is until you like are actually in the middle of doing stuff and I just got anxious and jumped in with full feet 
which is great, but maybe not when you're trying to plan out a big project. Sure. Yeah, that's, it's, it's always, it's always good to keep in mind for sure, you know, plan as much as we can with the knowledge that we have, I think. Thank you. So where can people watch the first two episodes? Is it public still? Um, yeah, well, actually, first two seasons, yes, are still public. Uh, they're up on YouTube. Uh, the show's called Comedy Lemonade. And we actually just... Uh, there's actually a spin-off show that is starting up with it called Comedy Lemonade Movies that should also be up soon. And that's pretty much the same as Comedy Lemonade, except that we put ourselves in the middle of like movie footage. That's so, so funny. Images. So, yeah, that was kind of a fun idea that happened. And oh. uh, like I said, it's all on YouTube, uh, both seasons. Uh, each season, I think, has about 10 episodes. No, I'm sorry. Season one has 11, and season two is 10. Awesome. Well, I'll link all of that in the show notes so people can easily find it. Um, yeah, thank you so much. This has been so fun, and I learned so much about web series. Thank you so much for having me.